Hi guys, how are we today? Welcome back to Ramble Bamba. I'm so excited. And I just wanted to start off with saying thank you so much for being here and listening to this and giving me me your time Um, because I know how precious that is. We all have precious time and we never want it to be wasted on something that's not going to build us up or benefit us in the long run. So I truly appreciate you being here. It means the world to me if you are listening Uh, I hope you stick around and continue listening for further episodes because I'm just getting started and it's such an exciting journey. Uh, It's kind of what this this podcast is going to be about, just kind of sharing my story and where I've come, where I've come from and how I've gotten to where I am now. I kind of just jumped into the podcast and, you know, uploaded too because I was just so excited and you literally can only grow from where you start. Um, It can only get better. So I was kind of all over the place. Even my first podcast that I posted, I forgot to say my name. So we're gonna, you know, we're gonna try to make this a short one. We'll see how well that goes because, I mean, it's called Ramble Bamba for a reason. I ramble on, I get on a tangent, and I just fucking go. So, welcome. Um, I'm so excited to have you guys here. I guess I'll start with, um, I don't even know where to start. It was 1994, and at 2.45 in the afternoon in Westerly, Rhode Island. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But that was when I was born. So... Ramble Bamba is, has been a vision of mine for a couple years, to be honest. And the reason why it's called Ramble Bamba, I thought of that this year, was, um, one, my name is Amber. Let's, let's start there. Hi guys, I'm Amber. Um, it's so nice to meet you. I am 27 years young and just exploring and living life and on a mission, truly. I'm on a mission to create happiness for people, for them to feel like their higher selves and to feel so blissful and so relaxed and just being able to ride the wave of life without, with minimum, I'm going to say with minimum um, harsh emotions. So uh, if you've listened to my podcast before, I talk about low vibrational emotions such as like jealousy and envy and comparing and jealousy. I don't know if I said that already, but anger, all of those feelings. Um, I want to create a world that's just full of joy, full of bliss, um, enjoyable to go through the day. People wake up with a smile on their face. I want to share more love. I want to share more happiness and laughter. And I've always had it in me. Um, As a little girl, I remember just being like the love bug of the family. Like I was just always wanting hugs. I was always wanting affection. I 
remember my dad would call me a leech because I would just hang on to him and not want to let go. And because I loved like just being close to someone. I loved sharing love and sharing affection and having someone feel special. And I needed a lot of love when I was little. I feel like I needed extra affection than like what I saw my siblings needed. Um, And to be honest, as my adult years have come around, I realized that I didn't really receive the amount of affection that my young self desired. Um, And that's okay. It's a learning process. It's a growing process. And I'm learning more and more about it as I get older. And the more I self-educate myself on why those things kind of happen and how they affect you in your adulthood. Um, So I as a young girl who loved love, um, and lacked that from like my parents. And I don't want to blame, like if my parents listen to this, listen, don't get, don't get offended. I don't blame you. Um, it's lack of knowledge on their part. It's lack of what they grew up knowing and not being able to, pass it on, like not being able to not pass it on to us. So you only know what you know and you only know what you grew up with. And if you grew up with a family or parents that, and I'm talking about like it could be generations down the line, like these kind of things, they sprinkle into every family if you're not aware of them and if you don't learn how to fix them. So there, it's no one's fault. It's just a lack of knowledge because these kind of things are not taught to us in school. We're not taught how to be compassionate or aware of other people's feelings. We're not taught to, you know, about mental health and or about like our habits and patterns that we or traditions that we grow up with. Um, and how they can affect other people or be passed down onto our children. So, so being the youngest of the family, I was the youngest of four. I was the baby and being the baby, you're kind of always shut down. You're, you know, your opinion doesn't matter. You're dumb. You're stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, shut up, be quiet. No one cares. Um, which I feel like that's like, in any sibling group or any family, like the little one, like your opinion doesn't matter. You you know nothing. So as of that, with that and not getting the affection that my soul desired, I kind of became hyper independent at a young age and had to kind of self-soothe and take care of my own emotions on my own, which again is okay. Like everything happens for a reason. I'm a big believer in that. And It brought me to who I am today, which we'll get to. We're getting to this, but we need the backstory. You know, we need why we why why we are who we are. Um, so I was always shut down, and I never really felt like I could express my opinion. I kind of felt like the black sheep in the family. Um, so I never really spoke a lot. I 
felt like an outcast. I felt like, and my mom's going to hate me for saying this, but I felt like she liked my sister better or they had a better relationship. So I retaliated and was a brat. Like my siblings literally called me Angelica because I was such a mean child. Like my sister will tell you to this day that I literally ripped out her hair because she wouldn't give me the remote because I wanted to watch my show. And yeah, so (laughs) I was a brat, um, probably up until, mm, I want to say 15, 16, Um, it, but it's because I felt left out. I felt like my siblings were better than me. I felt like they knew exactly where they were going in life and they had their shit figured out. And I was just kind of put aside. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like I'm not complaining about my childhood at all. I grew up in like beautiful homes, my beautiful family, like we're a wolf pack and we all love each other. And it's like, I can, it's like those sibling dynamic where it's like, no, I can fuck with my sibling, but if you fuck with it, like nice try, like, no, that's not happening. So like I had a beautiful childhood and we were, we were well off and we never, you know, struggled. It was, it was, it was amazing childhood. But as I grew older, I realized some of my patterns and my thoughts and my feelings and, you know, my inner dialogue towards myself. And I'm like, where is all this coming from? Like the more I got aware of myself and my feelings and my patterns and my habits, I'm like, why, why do I feel this way? Why do I do these things? Um, So I started diving deep. I, you know, they say that a child absorbs their patterns and habits from ages zero to seven. And then they also absorb their traumas there. And then from then on, they act out, they act on their traumas. Um, So they're living off of their traumas from that age. So I was just kind of going with the flow of life. I had no idea what I wanted to be growing up. I was always, you know, wanting to be popular, wanting to be seen, wanting to be loved. And that moved into my adulthood as well. Um, So they say when you're a child, especially a, a girl, and you lack the attention and desire that you needed when you were little, you do either one or two things when you grow up. You either give, so you're a people pleaser, and you give to people So they don't feel the lack of love that you felt or you search for that love in other people, which I have later learned that doing that is never going to fill the void. Um, Other people do not have good intentions. Um, They don't, most people aren't worried about what's best for you Um, and a lot of people will take advantage of you and kind of take that people-pleasing energy and soak it up and drain you. And there was a few times where I lost myself where I just became completely numb and kind of lost emotion. There was a time in my life where I felt like I couldn't feel anymore. I'm like, well, I guess this is it. Like, um, I don't know how to turn back from this. And it took practice on learning to give that love that I lacked to myself and know that no one else's love will ever make up 
or compare to the love I can give myself because I am the only one that truly is loyal and knows every detail about me. And I'm the only one that's ever going to fully understand myself. So obviously you can receive love from other people and it's great, but it needs to be a bonus. Um, It needs to be a bonus in your life and not something that you depend on. So I was kind of a little bit of both of those scenarios. I would give so much love to other people that didn't have good intentions for me or didn't give it back in return um, because I didn't want people, I wanted to share love. I was like, I have so much love inside of me. I'm like, I want you to feel love. I want you to feel special. Um, And even though sometimes they would take that, take advantage of that and take it for granted and not appreciate it as much as like I would, I've learned also that you can't expect other people to have the same heart as you do. Um, It's setting yourself up for failure. It's setting yourself up for disappointment. It's just, it'll never work. That doesn't mean be, that doesn't mean to be a less loving person um, because the love you have is for a reason and the people that you share it with probably need it at the time and you should never regret being a loving sweet person I hear all the time being like oh well I'm just gonna be a bitch like and I've said it before in the past too like I've been guilty of it I'm like you know what fuck this I'm like I'm gonna be a bitch I'm gonna be mean to everyone because they're mean to me and but you know you can't fight fire with fire it gets you nowhere it just gets you a bigger fire and then it just everything goes to shit so I would give more love than I received um But I would also search for love in other people. I would, my thought of love and affection and what I deserved was altered and um, construed, construed, yep, you know what I mean, hopefully. Um, Because I would take the littlest of attention. It wasn't even affection. It was just attention. And I would take that and I would grab onto it. I'm like, oh, this is love. I'm like, oh, they're, they're paying attention to me. They love me. They like me. Like, da-da-da and stuff like that. Um, when truly, like, they had no intention on sufficing anything of, like, entertain, like entertaining it, falling through with it. Like, nothing. So, so these patterns of giving myself to people and giving so much energy to other people... Um, they lasted a long time. It was probably be, it was probably from age 16 to I like it's kind of embarrassing to say but up until like maybe a year or two ago. So it's very it's very recent and it's it takes a long time if you live out patterns and habits for such a long time. You have to be easy on yourself for time for those to break and for time for you to get out of those. Um, everyone has their own journey and their own timeline, but it's not, it's not an easy thing to break a habit and become aware of your habits and know where they came from. I realized that my, my urge, my like, um, desire for love from an outside source came started when my parents got a divorce at 16 and I can literally line up every event in my life of why it happened to me and what the reasoning was it behind it and maybe I'll go into that deeper in another episode but it's it's funny to see what your brain tracks you to 
and kind of what you go through in order to be molded into the person that you need to be. The lessons that you need to learn to be like, no, this is not, this is not what you, you deserve more. But you have to go through things like, I mean, you hear parents say like, oh, well, they'll learn the hard way. Like they'll learn and then they won't do it again. But so sometimes you have to learn a lesson more than once over and over again to really have it sink in and be like, wait, like, I don't want this. Like, this is not, this is not what I want. This is not for me. And it takes some time to acknowledge that and get over that. So giving yourself grace through your love, loving journey, your self-awareness journey and self-improvement is so important because the moment that you're hard on yourself, you're setting yourself up to, to fail and possibly quit. Um, because again, you're the only one at the end of the day there for you 110%. So you need to be gentle on yourself because this world is so scary and so ugly at times that you need to make sure you have your own back and you are giving yourself grace and being gentle and understanding of your process and knowing that it's a process and everyday journey to get to where you need to be. So that's kind of like a little intro on my self-love journey and where I've come from and just kind of the things in my brain that I've learned um, of why I've done the things that I've done in the past, what patterns that I've developed and now gotten out of. Um, and it's funny because patterns can become your personality. I remember like joking with my friends about, you know, having a stable and maybe I'll explain that on another podcast, but if you know, you know, <laughs> uh, and it's things that you later on aren't proud of. I don't want to say I regret it because again, it just made me who I am today. And I had so many experiences that I probably never would have had if I wasn't like, didn't make the decisions I did, but it's, I'm not proud of it, um, but I can accept it now and I can realize that it's not who I am. It's my story, but it doesn't define me. Um, I'm not the same person that I was. Um, I have more respect in, for myself and better values and morals. So it's all a journey. And once you kind of forgive yourself for the things you aren't proud of, it kind of it kind of eases your soul a little bit and, you know, you just kind of can laugh about it and accept it and talk about it and hopefully it helps others. And so correlating with my self-love journey, I started diving into things that I thought would make me successful in life and, um, or kind of just period of what I want to do in life. Uh, like I said before, it, always felt like to me like my siblings knew what they wanted to do in life uh, my brother was always into culinary um my other brother he always had his like his football like that was that was his thing like football working out he was always very motivated always seemed very disciplined um my sister like she wanted to be a nurse and that always seemed like her path and I was just kind of over here like what the like what the fuck do I do 
and I've talked about this a little bit in my uh, previous podcast with John James, but, um, so I started diving into things and before I even learned that my purpose on this world was to spread love and enlightenment, I had went to college. I did literally seven months. I was like, it was about the time, um, to figure out like what you wanted to do, like the major that you wanted to go into next. And that's how I was raised. You go to school, you go to college, you get a job, you get like, you find someone, you have a family da, 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 in that order. Um, but you know, college just wasn't for me. I did seven months. I did prereqs. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I was like, I'm not wasting my time, my energy, my money doing something that I have no idea what I want to do. Um, I'm not going to go into general because what the fuck is that? Like, so I dropped out of college. I even joke about it to this day. Cause I'm like, I don't even know if I dropped out correctly because I just didn't sign up for classes and I just stopped going. <laughs> so hopefully they're still not billing me for something. It's fine. Um, so, and then I was like trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I'm like, man, I felt like such a failure because like, I feel like at, they pressure you like this society pressures you by like 21, you should know what you're doing. Or like even by 18, I mean, younger than that, like 18, you should know what you're doing for the rest of your life. So at 18, I went to college seven months. So now I'm like almost 19. I'm like, I don't know what I want to do. So I took a break. I took three years off and I was like, okay. And I'm going through all these ideas. I'm like, okay, a vet. Mm, no, too much schooling. Mm, ultrasound technician. Ugh, I would have to take, retake two classes. Mm, I don't really want to do that. Um, that makes me feel dumb that I have to retake a class. Uh, maybe a teacher. Mm, no. Okay. Uh, you know what? I have no idea. So I actually ended up going to cosmetology school, which is funny because my mom used to be a cosmetologist and I'll get into like our correlation. It's really funny how, um, me and my mom have this connection, but, uh, for, for not having a connection when I was younger, it's funny how the tables have turned when you grow up and kind of get into your purpose, but things happen funny. So I went to cosmetology school. While I was in cosmetology school, I was like, mm, I don't know if this is for me. I liked doing weddings. I liked doing hair and makeup. Um, I hated coloring and cutting. It stressed me out. And me as a person, anything that stresses me out, I'm going to run to, I'm going to run away from it. Like I don't like being stressed. Um, I don't like putting my energy into that. I just would rather not. And I'm like, no, I'm okay. I'm going to go this way. So hated coloring, cutting hair. Um, so I'm like, okay, maybe this isn't for me. But then I went into a salon that did blowouts and makeup. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. Um, it was in St. Pete. I always wanted to live in St. Pete. I had lived in Largo at the time. And I was like, man, I would love to live in St. Pete. But I was like, mm, I can't afford it. So... I did the salon for about, um, almost two years and, and I was loving it. Um, I felt at home, the people that I worked with were freaking fantastic and it was such a good atmosphere and I was good at it. So that gave me a sense of accomplishment. So I was like, okay, maybe this is where I'm meant to be. So um, during this time is when COVID hit and that's kind of when I went through my spiritual awakening and I literally did like a 180 on who I am and how I looked at the world and how I felt and like take just taking better care of myself so it's kind of where my self-love journey started 
And I started becoming aware of these things and my patterns and my habits and my inner dialogue, my thoughts, whatever. So I started reading more. I started taking better care of myself. I started eating better. Um, And during this time, I was always writing in my journal. I have journals where I write, you know, just like your thoughts and your goals and your dreams. And one of them was to start a podcast. Um, But the thing is, is that I was like how do these people talk for half an hour to an hour? I'm like, how do people do it? I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. I'm like, I've never been a talkative person. And I realized that I've never been a talkative person because I was always shut down as a kid. So you see how it kind of correlates with like your, like your childhood trauma drags into your adulthood and it kind of stunts you from possibly reaching your highest potential. So it's really important to go back and kind of see where your patterns come from and why you do what you do and where does it start? Where do, Where is that core memory of what's stopping you or slowing you down? So I was, I was never a talkative person, um, except for like around my friends, because I felt like I could be myself around them. But like around my family, like I was never a talkative person. And until recently, I kind of found my voice, my little throat, throat chakra opened up and it's, it's making up for lost time for sure. Um, yeah. And then I was like, man, I was like, I don't know what I, what I would say on a podcast. Like, I don't know what I would talk about. What if people aren't interested? Like, what if like what I have to say isn't, isn't important or like, it's just, there were so many things stopping me and I would continue writing about it in my journal and I would continue kind of like jotting down ideas. And it was probably two years that I had written in it before, like, I had started anything. So I continued to brainstorm on, like, what I would talk about. And I always found myself leaning towards, you know, self-development and loving, like, all the, like, being compassionate and helping people. And as I continued my self-love journey, and it's, it's always a continuous journey, um, I would come up with ideas and I'm like, man, I'm like, and the more, the better I would feel, I'm like, I want people to feel this way. I want people to feel like their complete whole self worthy of anything, like having all their dreams come true. I'm like, how can I do that? And I kind of realized that I've always been in the industry of helping people and making people feel good. Like cosmetology, when you do their hair and makeup, like people feel good when they get all dolled up. And I actually got into nannying for a beautiful family that I love to death and will never be able to thank enough for what they've done to my life. Um, they've truly, like I'm tearing up right now, but because they've truly have helped me become the person that I am. And it just tells you that any person that you cross paths with, Um, whether good or bad or whether they teach you a lesson or they're a blessing like they are there for a reason and I was talking on one of my little voice memos that I'll probably talk about another time but you're not you're not self-made and people will probably not like that but no one is self-made because everyone has people that cross their paths that assist them in some way whether they assist you with breaking your heart and allowing you to build back up or giving you a smile or a compliment or helping you financially or, you know, giving you a a meal when you need it or an ear to listen to. Like 
everyone everyone is helped in some way or somehow um, no one is self-made so I realized like during this nannying job I found out so many things about myself and about kids and raising kids and you know the lessons that they can teach you about what you need to work on for yourself and the pattern I saw patterns that I grew up with like for example like my my dad wasn't always the pa most patient person um and he would be it was like my mom was a good cop dad bad cop so he would be the one that would yell and you know um and get upset if us kids messed up in some way and I found myself in that situation with these kids and I was like wait I was like I don't want to be like short-tempered I don't want to yell I don't want to um not have patience I was like I need to have patience with these kids because they're they're still learning they're learning about this world and how to develop in this world and how to you know interact in the world in a human way so it's taught me a lot and it's brought me to a place to where I can have a clear mind and focus on what I believe I want to do in life and to give me a space to be able to be creative and just a healthy mindset without clutter. Like it's a great environment that I can just be myself and learn and develop and but the more I go on my journey and my self-love journey and the more I learn about myself is just more information that I want to share with other people. And the more I want to help other people. So it wasn't until I met John James where I kind of got the ambitious and motivation to start this, to start a podcast and to put myself out there and it kind of it took a long time to find my worth and to just be like you know what I can't worry about what other people think I can't worry about people who are going to try to put me down or say that my shit's not important or what I have to say is dumb or you know useless um you can't listen to those kind of people you can't listen to that because it's it stunts you and it stunts your growth and your development and who you are meant to be and truly like what benefit do you get from listening to people that are trying to put you down hurt people are always going to hurt people and you can't allow them to stop your life living your life because it's not their life they're living their life if you listen to people and you let them keep you down and then they go off to be you know a millionaire and successful like what why now now how do you feel what benefit are you getting from them being successful just because they put you down so that's kind of whew, that's kind of um the backstory of how this podcast has started and I can't wait to see what it develops into and I truly hope that my story the more I share and the longer like I go through this journey with you guys that we're all developing and we all don't know what we're doing we all don't know what our next step is like or what's in the future or like where we're going we just kind of know a general idea of what we want and then we just kind of hope and pray that the step we take is the right step in the right way 
in the right direction. Um, so I'm so excited to be developing this podcast and I truly hope that it hits people's hearts and that it helps people become the person that they see in their head and that they truly believe or don't believe at this moment, which I hope that I can help you believe that you can become that person, that higher self of yours, that divinely God or goddess, like, because we all have it in us. We all have the power. We are all worthy of it. Like, there's not one person that's like, nope, you're not allowed to reach that level. Like, no, we are all allowed to reach that level. We are, we all have the capability and the tools within us to reach that level. We just need assistance and help because we're not taught this in school. Um, if our parents don't know about it, then we're not taught it from our parents. And I am just so happy to be on this journey and to be learning what I'm learning. And it's helped me so much be the person that I am today that I want to share it with everyone else. And I want to make sure that everyone else is celebrating their own wins because a big thing that I've learned is to do that um, because I've never celebrated myself. I, you know, I would never pat myself on the back. I remember in school, in cosmetology school, I was like, you know, a fucking monkey could do this. And my mom like caught me. She's like, Amber, she's like, no, she's like, you need to be proud of yourself. You're working literally 13 hour days like, still working out, still working, and then going to school. Like, no, a monkey could not do that. She was like, give yourself credit, be proud of yourself, and give yourself grace because it's a fucking journey. Every day is going to be different. Some things are going to be thrown at you that you feel like you can't handle, but you truly can. Emotions that come whether they be sadness, jealousy, envy, comparison, anger, just know that it's just an emotion. Feel it, acknowledge it, and let it go. And be easy on yourself. Forgive yourself if you mess up. It's okay. It's okay to mess up, truly. You're not failing. You only, you only fail if you quit, if you stop, if you stop moving forward. I think it was, I forget who said it, Les Brown maybe. He said, if you're going to fall, fall forward um, and fall on your back so you can look up and get back up. Um, it's funny. I just picture that, like falling forward on your back. You're like, you got to like turn around and be like, Bleh! <laughs> but um, yeah, and it's, it's, it's lifetime. You have a lifetime. Time's going to pass regardless of what you're doing. Time doesn't stop for anyone. So enjoy the little moments, embrace what you love, what makes you happy, love yourself along the way, and just know that, like, don't worry about a thing, <laughs> cause every little thing is gonna be alright. Ugh, I love it. Love it. I think that's it for me today, guys. Uh, this has been vulnerable, has been exciting, has been, you know, just putting myself out there. I hope you guys enjoy it. Know that you're not alone on your journey. Everyone's going through their shit. Um, love yourself and enjoy the waves. Enjoy the ride of life. There's ups and downs, but the sun always comes up. So keep shining. Stay golden. 
I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of my journey. And I hope you have a beautiful day.